everyone to Authors on the Air. I'm your host, Pam Stack. We're proud to be part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. It is always a treat for me when I get to speak to someone who I spoke to a few years back when their first book came out. Joe Ide had his first book was called IQ when he introduced us to Isaiah, who it turned out to be one of the most original characters ever in writing, in, in, in thriller writing and fiction writing. As a matter of fact, he's won so many awards for his writing, I couldn't list them on my show notes. But just to tell you a few, he was the winner of the Private Eye Writers of America. He got the Seamus for Best First Private Eye Novel, the winner of the McCavity for Best First Novel. He was a winner of the Anthony for Best First Novel and has been nominated for the Edgar the Barry, the Strang Critics Award for Best First Novel. I would say Isaiah is IQ, which was the name of the book, is a success. Today, Joe is with me with book number four called High Five. Joe, welcome back to Authors on the Air. I'm thrilled that you're here, my friend. I'm very happy to be here, Pam. It's it's nice to talk to you again. Thank you. It's great speaking with you. Boy, we've sure seen a big, um, not a big, but a market change in Isaiah since you, uh, Quintabe, since you first introduced him back in IQ. Um, we saw him through Righteous and Wrecked, not necessarily, oh, I did it right, Righteous and Wrecked, and now here he is in High Five. And everybody's talking about your book. They love it. Um, are you surprised? I'm very glad to hear that. Are you surprised at how, how um, beloved your character is? I'm constantly surprised. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> Every day really? I'm surprised. Yeah, you know, my experience of writing my experience of writing a book is just sitting at my desk and spilling taco juice on my keyboard and talking to my dog. Right. And then all, there's all this activity over somewhere in a newspaper or you know, in a, a re- review or something and it doesn't seem connected to me. You know, <laughs> here I am in my pajamas. And the New York Times is talking about me, and it's just—it's a very strange thing. It's—I mean, it's—it's it's extremely gratifying. But I—I I do wake up every day surprised. Wow! But you know, more than um, more than the newspapers are talking about you, other authors are also discussing you, and how unique and uh, a character that Isaiah Quintabe is. We haven't seen anything like him in a long, long time. And here's this, for all intents and purposes, just a kid, a high school kid, who who has captured the imagination of not only readers, but writers too. And you said he's kind of a uh, kind of amalgam of, of the people that you grew up around. He is, um, the basis of him is Sherlock Holmes. He right. was um, my boyhood hero. I read all right. 54 stories multiple times. And um, so that was the basis of it. And then there was my neighborhood, South Central. And right. those two elements just came together almost by themselves, Pam. I mean, you know, Sherlock in the Hood was my only idea. <laughs> it wasn't like, you know, I was choosing from <laughs> several. That, that was right. it. <laughs> you know. So, I I mean, if I didn't make that work, I was done. Well, I remember you telling me you were kind of at your wit's end job-wise, and you thought, I'm just going to pound out this book. And you pounded out IQ, and people went crazy. I mean, 
He's such a cool character, even though I don't think he considered himself a cool character. And I think there are more layers for us to see with him. So tell me, from book one IQ to high five, how has Isaiah changed in your mind? In book one, he he was very isolated. Um, yep. He knew people, but he didn't have any actual friends. And as the series went on, I wanted him to evolve. So in Righteous, he makes his first tentative attempts to reach out to actual people. And in Wrecked, he, um, he took up with his uh, love interest, Grace. And so I socially and um, emotionally, he is growing. And I'm trying to give him new situations and new challenges. So he, he continues to develop like we all do. Right. And, um, you know, I wanted him to be relatable. The thing is, he's not only growing that way. I mean, yes, his his personality is changing. He's emotionally becoming more attached. He's reaching out to more people. But he's becoming more savvy as a private investigator, isn't he? I think that's that's um, <laughs> that's me becoming more savvy about what kinds of huh? stories I should write. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I saw a photo of you, I think, on your Facebook page of you when you were younger and you were on a motorcycle. Yes. <laughs> yes, that famous, famous, yeah. famous photo. Um, I, I really liked I It kind of gave me a little bit of insight into your personality because, you know, when someone meet you're you're not really a chatty guy until unless you know someone. And so I was thinking, boy, I wonder if Joe is really kind of shy. Were you shy when you were a kid? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I, uh, um, you know, I grew up in a in a big neighborhood, and I was a small kid. Right. Right. And um, you know, I was pretty alienated from my family. I had um, very few friends, and I just continued <laughs> that stay. I was always a fringe kid. I was I was never in the mix. Um, never in the middle of things. And that, that was me for, I don't know, till my late twenties. I was always like that, always withdrawn, always shy. And I mean, now uh, being a watcher and a listener, I'm happy with that. Sure. <laughs> I'm happy with yeah. that. Um, right, right. But as a kid, it was pretty lonely. But, you know, um, your observations on South Central give a lot of color to your books. You have the patois of the neighborhood down. Um, you And obviously just by your book titles alone, it's an homage to the area you grew up in. I mean, Righteous, you know, High Five. I mean, I don't know if High Five mm-hmm. is even popular, but, but Righteous certainly was a, is a great word. And Wrecked, a lot mm-hmm. of people still say that. So you've kind of given, given a hat tip to your neighborhood, um, maybe because you were shy but observant. Do you think? Um, that, that I think that's true. I think that's true. Maybe unconsciously, but I think that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I would like you to tell listeners about High Five and what Isaiah Quintale is up to now. High Five. Um, the, high Five. Isaiah's client. Isaiah's client in this in this book is a young woman named Christiana. She um, she witnessed a murder. But the police thought she did it. 
And so Isaiah's job is to exonerate her. Uh, the complicating factor is that Christiana has multiple personalities, and they switch in and out uh, almost at mm. random. Um, mm. The One altar may switch out to a second altar. That first altar is, is virtually unconscious, not aware of anything. So that second altar, they, they're called altars, um, mm-hmm. could, you know, get into a car accident. The first altar wakes up in the hospital and doesn't know how he got there. So wow. the, the, Isaiah's real problem is that there are five different personalities, and each of them only saw part of what happened the night of the murder. And so he has to gather clues from each of them to, to put together a narrative. Wow. I mean, that's something. And, and Isaiah's not really that old. He must be mid, mid-20s now. Is that how we have him, mid-20s? He's late, he's, he's late 20s now. Late 20s now. Okay. So mm-hmm. um, uh, how much research did you do? Before you wrote this book, did you? It, I mean, I'm assuming you did some on multiple personality disorder. Yes, um, I research as I go. Really, I, um, I'm as writing. needed. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, I don't actually like research, Pam. <laughs> I don't yeah. really enjoy it. You know, I want to get on with the story, so I go sure. in, I get what I need, and I get out again. That makes sense to me because otherwise, um, while Google is our best friend for certain things, you can get sucked down that vortex pretty fast if you're researching one particular subject. It will take you everywhere and places you didn't want to go. Isn't that true? Yes, mm, that's true. Yeah. You, you have The trick is knowing what you want to know. And then just going after that piece of information that you need. Yes. Makes sense to me. Yes. It makes sense to me. Um, are you having fun writing still, Joe? Oh yeah, um, I am still um, driven, still obsessed, and still love it when I'm completely into the character and nothing else exists. My office is pretty soundproof, but I shut the shutters, I close the door, and I wear um, uh, earplugs just to keep me absolutely really? isolated. And I, I, wow. I really love just being in the book, you know, where, so, uh, you know, I'm not looking over my shoulder. I'm in it. I am Isaiah and I'm, I'm doing whatever Isaiah is doing. And that state of being completely absorbed. I really enjoy that. I really do. I'm glad to know you're not the guy who goes to the local coffee shop or Starbucks and, you know, camps out at a table all day and is taking in the vibe there because it just seems, it just doesn't seem to be you. And I don't understand how people do that anyway. It's, it's kind of strange to me that, um, you know, that authors are able to do that and still write their book without interruption. Uh, That's the amount of concentration I certainly don't have. It, me either. Um, you know, Walter Mosley writes like that, and he did I all know. right. <laughs> he does great. He does great. Yeah. I know. Yeah, he's he's fantastic. Um, whose book are you reading right now? Speaking of Walter, uh, I am reading. I am reading um, John Le Carre. Uh, the Legacy ah, of Spies. Yes, the next you know, book is spy it? novels. You know, spy novels are just crime novels in a in a foreign country. So I, yeah. it's another genre I enjoy. And John Le Carre in particular, I think his writing is just amazing. 
And um, I, I reread his old books because so they're so I. good. Tinker yeah. Taylor Soldier yeah. Spy, one of my favorites. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Oh, I love that book. I remember when um, I had a friend who liked to read when oh, this long time ago, years and years and years. And um, I, I, she said, I fell onto this really great book. We have to read it together. And I said, okay. So we went and bought our Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy and we both read pretty fast. And we would mm-hmm. sit for hours discussing the book. This is before book clubs and things like that. You know, there people mm-hmm. didn't sit around. And I think that's where I got my love of spy novels. Um, you know, I I love them so much um, yes. that if yes. I had to pick and choose the subgenre, I'm going after capers and spy novels. Mm-hmm. You know, PI stuff like that. I really like that a lot. The one, the I don't know about you. I there are some that I don't handle. I don't tolerate well. From uh, just a personal standpoint, I have a hard time with cartel books um, <clears throat> because they're uh-huh. pretty brutal. But yes. yes, I'm right with you on John Lecarre. I, I actually missed an opportunity to interview him. Boy, that would have been a moment, wouldn't it have been? But oh, anyway, so you, I know, he had finished his book tour and um, boy, that would have been something. But I do have his full shelf of books too. You are on book tour now, speaking of. You um, are up here. You just were yesterday at at an event in um, in California. Let's see, where were mm-hmm. you? You were at uh, I was in uh, at book carnival. At a book, book carnival in Orange, mm-hmm. yeah. And then Wednesday, you're going to be at Third Place Books in Lake Forest Park in Washington, and then you're going mm-hmm. to be in or- Portland, Oregon, at Powell's Books on Hawthorne. So, um, do you like going to book events? Joe? Yeah, I do. Um, you know, if, if you put all my events together in, in one thing, it, it amounts to about hmm, three weeks. Right. And, you know, that's just enough time for me. That's, you know, that's, that's great. That's fine. I don't need any more than that. You know, I get right. out of the house and people say nice things and I get to talk to people um, because, you know, I go for long stretches where I don't talk to anybody but my wife and my dog. So it's it's a really it's really a refreshing experience. So I yeah I do enjoy it. Are your readers um, do they ever say oh you got this one wrong why didn't you do this are they that honest when you see them at 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 uh, you know out in the wild there? Oh yeah. They, are um, they really? Let's see, they've called me on geography. I've got. Uh oh some location that doesn't relate to another location. One uh-huh. got on me because I use the wrong term about a gun. Uh, so, so yeah, they do get on me. And that's good. It's, I mean, it makes me pay attention. It's interesting. I think the gun thing is the number one thing that writers tell me their readers get them on every single time that you know you better know your weapons because everybody else out there knows them if you don't and they're going to tell you about it <laughs> it's crazy isn't it i know it's like yeah. this is fiction i can have an alien land in the field be- behind isaiah's house and i get to do that well i mean <laughs> I, I i didn't know the difference between clip and magazine ah. and so um yes i was roundly criticized for that well listen i have no idea what it is so you know i would never say a word anyway <laughs> You're cool in my in my state. <laughs> I catch it. Thank you. So thank you. I I know this book has just come out. You've gotten rave reviews for it. Um, 
Have when you finish your tour, will you begin writing the next book? Uh, I, I'll be writing. I'm writing the next book now. And Are I'll you be really? writing that next? Yeah, I'll be. I'll, actually, I'm editing, and we'll edit while I'm on oh tour. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah. So let me ask you this, Joe: Have you ever had um, the thought that maybe you would write something other than Isaiah? just as kind of maybe an in-between, like a standalone before you go on to the next Isaiah book? Um, yes. Um, but I, I'm, I'm pondering whether I can tell you since a million people are listening. But okay. <laughs> everybody, everybody out there, you have to keep this a secret. I'm serious. That's right. Okay. Right. So the, the Raymond Chandler estate, um, Asked me to write an update of Philip Meyer. Yeah. Oh, I'm so yeah. happy for you. This is yeah, wonderful. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yay. Oh my thank gosh, you, Joe. You. Congratulations. You. You're gonna if you're gonna write for someone's estate, why not write for the best, right? Hey. I mean it's it's uh it's extremely flattering and gratifying. Um and I also occurs to me there are millions of people around the world that I can disappoint, but I, you know, I just, I, I'll, I'll just write it. That's all I can do. I'll just write it the way I write. Um, now but you I'm, are um, not simu- you're not hmm. simultaneously writing, are you? You're not doing the Chandler and and a, and a Joe and a uh, IQ book, are you? Yeah, I'm, oh my I'm God. editing the next IQ book and I'm writing Marlowe. Uh, oh you know, I work. I work. I work seven days a week, eight hours a day. Um, if I if I let something go, if I like take a break over a week, and I just lose track. And, yeah, I, you know, I my books, There's a whole bunch of characters in my books, and I just lose all momentum. So I keep writing until I'm done. So let's talk about that. You do have a lot of characters in your book. He's uh, Isaiah has kind of an extended group of people that he interacts with or that come in contact with him. How do you keep track of all of those people? Well, you know, I'm, I'm going, I'm going pretty slow. I mean, I'm writing page by page and I have note cards and I oh, know okay. the characters really well. So it's, it's not that difficult to keep track of them. Does every ancillary, secondary, tertiary character get um, an equal amount of time in each IQ book? Not an equal amount of time, but I do, I do want to give, I do write a lot of backstories because I want yes. the reader to understand how that character got to the brink, you know, willing to do uh, extreme things. And, right. And I, I, I you know, it's, it, I don't like the, when a character shows up and you don't know why he's there. You, know, you don't know right. why he's doing what he's doing. Right. Uh, and and character is my interest. I mean, I can always write a plot, but but I really I really am, no, you're, am you're, invested in my characters. Yeah, that, that's what makes the story. I think I I think that's why everybody's so fascinated by Isaiah Quintave because he's so different than anything we've read before. And he's really um, even from the first book, he was a very well developed character, as were his friends few friends that he had and um and so i've that's why i'm interested i want to see what what he's up to next i want to see how he's grown and changed so i feel invested in him he feels like somebody i know he feels like a friend yeah uh, uh, i'm glad yeah he's certainly yeah 
<laughs> I know he is. And you're yeah. certainly mine, so I'm thrilled. This is wonderful it's, news. It's, you're a, gonna... it's a great pleasure. It's a great pleasure. Oh, oh. Um, and so, any, and Pam, anytime you want to talk to me, just call me up. I will. I'm going to do that. You know, you, you you forget I'm a radio talk show host. I like to talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're good at it. So, Thanks so well, much. Tell everybody where your website is and, and where you are on social media. Not that you always have time, but I do see you pop on Facebook every so often. So let's tell listeners where they can find you. Um, <laughs> my website is uh, joeedia.com. I don't remember my Facebook handle. Uh, I, you know, I'm not really good at these things. I don't. I, I know. Uh, I, I know. don't remember all the terms and things. I do know, I know. I'm, I'm Joe Eday tweets. I do know that. Facebook, I don't know. My name comes up several times, and the, the one that works on Facebook is Joe Eday author. Um, but the actual name, I don't know. All right, not to worry about it. Uh, if anybody needs to find you, they can go to your website and they can look you up. And, and you know, that's too bad, so sad. Or they can call me and I'll tell them where to find you. This, okay. ladies and gentlemen, is my friend Joe Ide. He he is the, the, in, the creator of Isaiah Quintabe, whose the first book was IQ, then there was Righteous Wrecked, and now there's High Five. I absolutely absolutely hope that you will go and read this book it's so much fun uh you get a sense of a little bit of sense of where joe grew up in south central um i think he paints a pretty good picture and the books are a lot of fun to read joe ide you're the best thank you for being on my show oh i don't know if i'm the best but i'm i'm I'm, i always have a good time talking to you i mean it really is more like a more like a conversation than an interview it really is, and and I'm glad about that. Thank you. But as soon, when's um the Chandler book going to come out? When's Marlowe due? I don't know. I, they haven't worked well, that out yet. Well, I you know I better know. You have my email. You know how to find me, so I better know. Because I, I, I want you. you. I want you on for sure. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank right. you. This is Joey Day. Thank you so much for being with me, Joe. Uh, good luck with both your, all of your books, all of them. You deserve every you, success. Ben. You're very welcome. Bye-bye. And thanks for listening, everybody. Stay tuned for more. Thank you, Mom and Dad, and I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.